Welcome to episode three of Kyle's Meltdown. Uh, thank you to those that have made it this far. Um, uh, it's been a little bit of a tricky uh, week, so thank you for um, those that listened to the second episode. I know it was a little lengthy, but um, I did feel that BPD, uh, borderline personality, was an uh, uh, important topic to cover. So, so anyway, there's been a few hurdles to getting this episode done, um, namely my crappy mental health. But, but again, uh, you know, I know it's important to keep talking even when I'm feeling like rubbish. But that's kind of the whole point between doing this uh, podcast because, um, but it is hard sometimes. So, um, so I had planned to talk about depression and kind of had a whole episode nearly all mapped out, um, but things typically took a weird turn and a few curveballs were thrown, so instead I'll talk more, um, a bit more about medication and also a story that typically would only happen to me while I'm going through the current state that I'm in at the moment. So, uh, so basically the medication that I was on was a new one and um, I had really severe side effects from it. So I had um, really extreme joint and muscle pain, which falls into like the, you know, if this happens, call your doctor immediately, go to hospital kind of one. Um, it was to the point where I could literally barely get out of bed. And when I did, it felt like I'd been beaten by a baseball bat. Um, was literally, I'd never experienced anything like it before. I could barely walk um, and it would take the whole day for it to not subside completely, but to kind of, you know, die down a little bit. So, um, so we discussed with my doctor um, the, the previous week that uh, obviously I'd have to stop it. I phoned her immediately and she said to stop the medication straight away. Um, so had to deal not only with this weird thing that I'd never had to deal with before. I'm used to side effects from medication, but not this. Um, but also had to deal with the withdrawals of stopping the medication so abruptly. So um, it was a tough week, to say the least, because um, not only was I feeling, you know, really down and um, highly anxious, um, but I was also feeling really flat and down because I physically couldn't do anything. I couldn't take Harvey for a walk. I couldn't get around and was on pain medication, which I hate as well. So, um, yeah, so it was a tough week to say the least. So, but before we get started, um, properly back in, um, the very first episode, I told you that, you know, some really random crazy things seem to happen to me and they're usually at the most inappropriate times. Um, so just remember these three things and then we'll come back to them. So the first one is I hate spiders. Like when I say I hate them, I wish that they could be zapped off the planet entirely. I, I freeze, you know, in that cold panic when I see one. Um, the second thing is, is uh, which it'll come relevant soon, is I really hate garden gnomes and garden ornaments because I think they're super creepy and I just don't get them. Um, 
garden lights for sure because I have a strange obsession with lights myself, but non-ornaments and definitely not gnomes. Um, the third thing is I got given a smoothie maker because my sister got a Nutribullet at Christmas and I was super jealous. So I got given a smaller version of a, it's not a Nutribullet, it's just a smoothie maker. Um, and I've been really obsessed with it. I've been like running to the shop to buy bananas every five minutes and, um, and, you know, trying to be healthy as well. So it's all with, you know, decent intentions. Um, so that brings me to the story that I want to tell because it's a bit lighthearted and, um, and given the week I've had, I'd like to tell a bit of more of a lighthearted story. Um, so we're going to call it the Tuesday Saga. Um, so I woke up in the morning and I actually screamed out in pain when I woke up because what happens is my joints would um, seize up during the night and when I woke up that was the worst kind of time. Um, and so I got out of bed and stumbled down the hallway and actually fell over. Um, so I was cursing and swearing. Harvey was running around like it was a super fun game. Um, I got down around the corner to the kitchen to the kettle to make coffee, looked up, and obviously there was a massive huntsman spider ab above me. And, you know, huntsmans are those ones for anyone in the U.S., um, who who doesn't know what a huntsman looks like, Google it and you'll soon see um, they're big and they kind of sprawl out a bit so they look even bigger. Um, so when I see a spider, it's kind of where you go into ninja spider mode where, in my opinion, it's kill or be killed. So I grabbed the spray, which I always have sprays lying around the place for insects and and particularly spiders and there was a shoe that was conveniently located nearby and like some sort of crazy uncoordinated rubber man I went into battle with the spider and thankfully I won um, and I know it's not nice to kill things but um, spiders sorry I just yeah the spider didn't didn't come out on top so um I made my coffee and scuttled down the hallway back to bed aching like crazy and my heart racing because you know that adrenaline rushes through you when you have um you know like that fight or flight response um kicking in so I sat in bed kind of you know having having a coffee and, and kind of trying to reset um and you know, once I was over the the shock of the whole spider incident, I it was you know was kind of resetting, and I was looking forward to my Skype appointment with my doctor, so I could find out what you know what the plan was going forward with my new medication, and also ask her how long this crap pain was going to go on for, and I just needed to vent to someone about how awful I was feeling as well. So I was really kind of you know hanging on for, for that appointment. Um, even though it's via Skype, at least it's someone to see and talk to, and she's really lovely as well. So um, so finally I dragged my ass out of bed and in front of the computer um, 
literally looking like I'd been dragged through a hedge backwards um, ready for my appointment. Um, we made, we, you know, called up and straight away her connection started going in and out. So it kept cutting off. Um, she couldn't hear what I was saying. Um, the appointment only goes for 45 minutes. So um, we wasted a whole bunch of time, you know, trying to me restarting what I was saying, then cutting out. Um, and eventually after wasting loads of time, she just called me on the phone. Um, so therapy appointment, hope dashed. Um, <laughs> and, but I was like, okay, fine. At least I've got new medication to go and get. So I'll, you know, kind of, you know, look forward to that at least, um, which, you know, in my life, that's something to look forward to. Um, so now bear with me while I digress for a moment, because it's back to one of the things that I mentioned earlier. So when I first moved back here and was looking for a place, um, when I came to look at this particular apartment, I really liked it. Mum came with me to look at it. Um, and out of the few places that I looked at, which I hated, this one I walked in and I'm pretty good with rental apartments. So I walk in straight away and I either go yes or no. And I really liked this place. Um, it's, it's on the first floor. It's got a really big balcony. Um, it, unfortunately it's not grass. Um, it's, it's concrete, but on either side of the concrete, it's got a strip of garden. Um, so on the left side, is Harvey's little strip of garden for his his stuff, and on the right side is mine for actual garden, which I've got um, you know some stuff in there, and I grew some roses, which I was really happy with. Anyway, that's that's not the story. So, um, so when uh, you know when we're doing the walkthrough, I went into the main bedroom, which is which is my bedroom, and my bedroom looks out over the next door neighbours. Um, backyard and to my horror and it literally struck me immediately their backyard is literally filled to absolute capacity with garden gnomes and ornaments everywhere and I mean everywhere like they're on the ground they're on tables they're on the walls they're in places where it would look to be really inconvenient, um, they're everywhere. Um, and my mum and stepdad thought it was hilarious because they know how much I hate gnomes. Um, and even my sister agreed that like some of them look like they're looking at you. Um, so, <laughs> so I rarely look out my bedroom window from that angle so that I don't have to see them. So of course I nicknamed the neighbors, the gnomes, um, they're super cold and they're not friendly at all. And they have this car that kind of seems to magically move around from one parking spot to the next. And it's all very weird. So anyway, so Back to my Tuesday from hell. So I went down to the chemist who is my new best friend um, because I'm there nearly every other day. And I had my medication, you know, thinking 
you know, okay, hoping things a little bit brighter, this will make a difference. Um, I gave mum a quick call to give her the lowdown on everything over the phone. So um, while we're speaking, another phone call came through from, and it was my real estate. So I said to mum, I'll have to go. So I took the call and my lovely property manager says, and I swear this is 100% true, um, she says to me, Kyle, we've had a complaint from your neighbours downstairs. And I said, oh, what about? And she said, well, each night between 8 and 9 p.m., there is drilling that lasts for approximately four to five seconds. And I'm like, is this a joke? So politely without, like, obviously inside my mind, it's exploding. Um, So I said, it's a smoothie maker. I don't own a drill. And what on earth would I be drilling for four to five seconds every single night? So she was great about it. She said it was stupid and not to worry about it. But, um me being me, I was like, no, that's not going to happen. So I stomped downstairs facing the garden from hell and called out to her. She came out before she could say a word. I said to her, you know, just so you know, I'm not drilling every single night. I'm making a smoothie. And, um, you know, by all means, next time, if you have any questions or concerns, um, feel free to just pop up and see me. So um, I could see she was actually holding her phone and she said, yes, the real estate, just let me know. So I was like, what the actual hell? You know, so in one day I'm like in excruciating pain. I fall over, face a spider, have my therapy time wrecked by Skype not working, then get a complaint about making my smoothies. So, obviously now, just for the fun of it, I let my smoothie maker run for at least 10 seconds, which I can imagine must be pure torture for the gnomes. Um, I personally thought that gnome people would be night people, but apparently not. Um, So, yeah, these sorts of things are just like a small example of the things that happen to me, and they're usually at times where I'm like, oh my god I'm not coping and um they all happen at once so thankfully I'm able to laugh about it and find the funny side because I literally would have gone insane properly by now because there's so many of those examples um so anyway I'm still enjoying my smoothies I'm sure that's devastating to the gnomes but anyway so the actual topic um that, uh, you know, I was going to talk about has morphed into something completely different. Um, so back, uh, you know, I decided, well, we might as well focus on, on the medication side of things for a few minutes. Um, and then I'll do a proper episode on what I wanted to do with depression, because that's something I feel really important about talking about. Um, so I'm on day five now of the medication and to be quite honest I feel like I could sleep for a week they're really sedating um but on the upside I guess the joint pain has started to go away and is is definitely better 
um, it's getting better every day, so that's good. Um, but it made me think about medication in general and the frustration of trying one after another and the effort that it takes to, you know, remain hopeful through that process. So, um, so everyone's journey is different with medication and they simply don't require the amount of medication that I'm on. So um, I now take nine tablets a day instead of 11, which is good. Um, but still, that's six different medications. So when the doctor went through what I've taken in the past, it's pretty much like a, yep, 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 had that one, yep, that one didn't work, yep. So it's really complex for me when it comes to medication. So I actually wrote a, a an article on medication where I kind of gave them all characters because in my mind I imagined them all floating around going, so what are you meant to be doing and what am I here for? And, you know, there's so many rattling around in there kind of all trying to work out what they're meant to be doing. So the I guess the big difference between, you know, psychiatric medication and trying new ones is the side effects, you know, the fact that you feel worse before you potentially feel any benefits. And for me, I also have to be aware of the interactions with everything else I'm taking. So um, while I do absolutely remain an advocate for medication when it's required, um, both my doctor and I agree that I'm on far too much. Um, so we're working towards, you know, reducing things and and I'm hopeful um, that she's got a plan in mind to, you know, reduce things and, and that's going to take some trial and error. So there's tough times ahead because, you know, we've already trialed one that, that went horribly wrong. Um, there's no guarantee that this one's going to work. Uh, at the moment, it's, it's you know, it's very hard because, it, you know, I just feel like I want to sleep all the time. Um, so it's hard to feel motivated. Um, but anyway, so... Um, you know, but I know for many out there, you know, even though my situation is quite complex, for many out there, there's, you know, they've been through a similar process. So even if it's just um, bouncing from one antidepressant to the next, you you have this sense of, you know, please let this be the one that works every time you go through that process. Um, as I said to my doctor, I said every time you do that and it doesn't work, it makes it that much harder to be hopeful in the future. Um, you know, it drives me crazy. I used to see my doctor um, in Sydney and he used to say to me, how's, you know, blah medication going? And I used to think, how can I possibly tell? You know, I'm on so much, so many different ones. How could I possibly tell what's doing what? So, you know, it's it's a tough thing. So it's it you know, it drives me crazy when they ask me how a particular one's going. Um, I actually had one experience when I was in uh, Scotland where the doctor actually he physically slid the book over to me and said, "So which one do you think?" Um, and, you know, in my mind, again, explosion, and I wanted to shove the book down his throat. But um, so, yeah, thankfully, my doctor's approaching my medication with a view to reduce what I'm on. But, um, you know, it's a strange feeling because I don't really know who I am 
without medication. I've been on it since I was 21 and gradually it got more and more. So part of me is scared that it's kind of the glue holding me together. Uh, and the other part of me is curious what, you know, Kyle would be like without such strong medication in my system. Um, so just to finish off, the one thing I will say about medication, because there is a stigma attached to it, um, you know, if I could go back in time to that naive 21-year-old who turned up at the doctor's, you know, devastated, de de you know, depressed, but didn't know what was going on and was given a script, uh, you know, walked out the door, thought that that was going to fix anything. You know, I had no clue about depression or, or anxiety or, God forbid, BPD and was sent out the door with a prescription that I thought was going to fix everything and obviously it didn't and things got progressively worse and more confusing. So, um, you know, it's so crucial to get to the root cause of where it comes from. You know, if you've got anxiety or depression, um, you need to talk to someone about it. You know, the medication should act as a buffer to help balance out your emotional state, not to fix it. Um, you know, not addressing the issue means it will inevitably get worse in the future. So there's your advice from Dr. Kyle, who um, <laughs> has been to more GPs and doctors than I could possibly ever imagine. And it's, it's so important that, you know, it goes hand in hand, medication and talking therapy, um, because the talking therapy is really the, the crucial element of, of any mental health um, recovery so thank you for listening um i know this one again was a wee bit long and a, and a little bit different but thank you um and hopefully i shall see you in the next one with the actual version of what i wanted to do in this episode so thank you uh, take care bye bye